Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. There you go. Good we restructured and, and recapped how the whole flow would be. And at some point, we sent it back to the publisher. They did whatever they do. And a couple of months later, we got a box with books. And now we're doing book talks and it's available on Amazon. And it's actually pretty exciting. Um, and the whole process of writing a book together and going through this process it was very and, very and, interesting and we get we get really good reviews from people that we know or people that we don't know that basically this one is more interested in the our life story this one this one is more interested in the story about how you build the company and how do you go to the process of transactions so different people take different angles and different pieces from the book and they keep saying that it's helping them a lot. Yeah, entrepreneurs who say, look, it's not a dry business book written by someone who never ran a business. It's actually very readable and understandable. And it's it's an easy read, but it's also has lots of nuggets in there that you can take away. So mm. uh, people find it very useful, which is good to hear. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, I love yeah. that. It's uh, yeah. you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna myself gonna, I'm gonna go on the Amazon and check it out myself and, uh, see what insights I can get. Um, what it is great conversation. How can people find you on social media? Contact you, follow you. Obviously, the books on Amazon, um, and so forth. Yeah, the books on Amazon. Eldov, Eldov Group is our website for the company, our investment company that um, has links, different links. Um, of course, we're on LinkedIn. Um, and LinkedIn, so, Facebook. LinkedIn, like Facebook, that. but yeah, LinkedIn, I think, would be the best way. Yeah, and uh, let's thank uh, Elma and Dahl for some really insightful conversations. I love these um, stories of partnerships and business, uh, either friendship or marriage, you know, these successes. Uh, it all comes down to timeless principles, and uh, all of their resources will be in the links and show notes as well as check out their book, and with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you. Really Thank enjoyed you. it. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you very much. Hey, guys. Welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. And I'm excited for this episode. Um, as you know, I started my financial freedom journey dissecting the components of freedom. So time, financial, location, health, freedom. And once I had that, I sought out people that were embodying that and getting the distinctions and the insights and sharing it with the world so they, they can live wonderful lives. So today I have a interesting topic is uh, a couple, Emma and Dolph Levy. And 
I'm going to pull up their bio, but um, they're husband and wife entrepreneurs and authors of the new book, Partners in Life and Work, that we're going to talk about a little bit later. Today's topic is going to be all about success in the entrepreneurial business, marriage and family, uh, travel, living life to the fullest, and making an impact. So I'm happy to Elma and Dolph to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Good yeah. being here. Thank yeah, you for inviting us. I'm happy and I'm, I'm uh, you know, there's very few guests who specialize in, you know, marriage and um, uh, these types of um, topics. So tell the audience your origin story, your secret sauce to success, how you got started. <laughs> the secret sauce to success. <laughs> I wish we knew that. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Success is, is a little bit, uh, at the end, you look back and you go, yeah, this was a success. As you are in the journey, you don't really know that it's right. You just do the best you can. <laughs> One thing, though, when you, when you just mention freedom, as in financial health and what was the third one? There's location. Yes, I, I think um, it really struck me that that is so true. You need all these different dimensions. Um, and, and I think we got there. So if that's how success is defined, that's what it is. Um, so to go back a little bit, we really are excited to be invited to uh, be guests on your show. So thank you so much. We, uh, yes, we are husband and wife. We are also first uh, generation immigrants. Um, we came to the United States in 1982. Dov is from Israel. I'm from the, the Netherlands. So we, we don't even speak the same primary language, but we make it work. Um, we're married 40 years. We started, my background actually is in healthcare. I was a, a nurse. I became a nurse practitioner um, and um, was, was working as a nurse practitioner. And then at some point, we decided we had the opportunity to start an IT company, which I was um, reluctant, very reluctant to do together um, because I was convinced that husband and wife should not have not be working together and have a business together. And so I started, it was a temporary thing for a couple of months. And then I found that I really liked it and, 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 and started organizing. And before we knew it, um, the company grew and we started out in the attic of our home. Then we got to uh, office space. At some point, we got to a, uh, a stage where we really needed uh, a different strategy to grow. We had the foundation. We had everything. Growing was difficult. So we hired an outside CEO and he is very specialized in deal making. Uh, buying and you know buying companies. So we we bought a few companies, we grew the company, and then sold it to private equity. That's the story. And now we're married forty years, and we sold the company first ninety percent four years ago, and then two years ago the remainder. And now we're retired. Well, when she says we are retired, we're not really retired. <laughs> I think our our definition. We were talking about it for for many years. What does it mean to be retired? And and our definition is. At that stage, you could do whatever you want, kind of. So we actually started a different company after we sold all our interest in the, in the web. And we are now investing in early stage startups that basically are in the intersection of health, Elmer's background, IT, my background, that are very early stage startups. And 
are showing promise to solve some problem that we believe are worth solving. So that's what we're spending our time. We also travel a lot. We are we have been traveling for, for the last 10 years. Uh, but first, we were doing it while we had a company, so there were a lot more constraints. And now we just travel whenever we want to. Kind of. Yeah, That's what we are. Uh, that's a very um, amazing journey. Uh, what I like, I like to highlight one book that really changed my life was uh, this. It's called "This um, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind," and you know, and as it applies to you, because what it really did was it really opened my eyes. Because before that, you know, I thought like a, you had to be a celebrity or athlete or you know a CEO to be a millionaire. But actually, there's this story of these you know hundreds of thousands, millions of millionaires you know living very you know, vibrant lives, you never hear about them, but they're, so this idea that, you know, uh, this idea of marriage and family success, um, what's the secret sauce? Because, you know, you see the divorce rate in the United States is, you know, it's grossly high. It's, you know, a lot of people aren't getting married, not having kids. So what what is the secret sauce? It's actually, it's actually interesting because Elmo and I speak at the School of Business at the John Hopkins University or at George Washington University. And when we talk to MBA students, many times they come up with a question after we explain, we talk a little bit about the, the, our past. They ask the question, what do you think? Should me and my wife start a company and do what you did? My answer is always immediately, yes. Elmo's answer always is immediately, talk to me first. So we have different perspective about certain things, and maybe you want to talk about some of your oh, thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's important to understand, and and this is really written up in the book quite a bit, because it's a big thing. If that doesn't work, then none of it works, right? This was the whole the whole thing had to work from all angles. We decided on separate swim lanes. We're in the same pool but we have separate swim lanes. I'm not a technical person. I can have a technical talk. Um, I understand the concepts, but I'm not a technical person. So I was doing all the building of the, the corporate infrastructure and the governance. Dov was doing the, the IT, always being on the cutting edge, the customer facing. Uh, we very much understood where each other where we were, where we belonged, of course, there is overlap. The important part of that is not just understanding the different swim, swim lanes, but also respecting them. One is not better than the other. Um, and, and you can't have one without the other. So from the beginning, I said, my corporate infrastructure governance is never going to be called back office. We do not use that word. That just has a, a bad, bad flavor to it for me. Um, and so we both understood that it needed both swim lanes to go forward. And then when we added, um, I was at the time the CEO, knew very well the, the whole private equity, buying, selling companies, that wasn't for us, was totally not for me. So we brought somebody in, that person we highly respected, and he also understood now there was a third swim lane. And it needed all those that we all had our strengths of making this work. Um, and I think it's it's something that there needs to be self-awareness of where your strengths are, what really works, and 
what everyone, it's a three-legged stool. One leg not working, the whole thing will just fall over. It just doesn't work. But what, one, one other thing, other question that we get many times is, how soon can I start a company, come up with an idea, sell, and it. sell it for a lot of money? And, and be like you guys. And, and we're saying, you're, you're seeing us at a point in time, but you didn't see us working hard you know, 10 years ago or 15 years ago, things like that. So you really need to figure out how long do you want to do it? How hard do you want to work? You are a new spouse or you're alone. What is the criteria by which you decide that you want to get out? When will that happen? How will that happen? But many times, on, especially on, on the internet, on TV, you hear, you know, somebody came with an idea, Boom, got an offer, got a hundred million dollars and sold the next day. It doesn't really happen to most companies like that. It didn't really happen. We did not start out in the beginning thinking we are going to make ourselves millionaires. It wasn't ever about the money. It really wasn't. Um, it just we, it evolved. We mm -hmm. saw possibilities as we climbed up that ladder. So that's how it evolved. So yeah. Interesting. I'm curious what resources people want to, if they want to go in the business with their partner. Um, the other question is, do are all uh, marriages fit for business partnership or are usually, it's like my wife, she's the, she's like the professional, you know, and then I'm the entrepreneur. Like if we both work together, it wouldn't work. So tell us more about that. So I don't know if it would be for every couple. I think, um, you know, to say that it was always perfect and wonderful, no, that wouldn't be reality, right? I think um, there has to be the commitment that you're going to stick with it, you know, unless, it, you know, there's, we won't go into reasons why you wouldn't, but the bottom line is you, you need to be personally very resilient and your relationship has to be resilient. And you have to understand that, when there is conflict, there's just another layer now because you have this business together. You can't come home and vent about how bad it is at work. You can't have that. So um, I, I think it's it's just important that you understand that, you know, everything is temporary. And if it is difficult for a while, that's just part of it. And it, you, it will, you know, you'll get stronger because of it and you move on. But I mean, not, not everybody gets there. Right. So. And the, well, first, when we look at it today, we are saying there were many times we were at a fork in a road, multiple forks, and we took this road and it worked, but we could have taken a road and it would not have worked. So we always knew, knew that in the back of our mind that it's possible that it will, there would be a, a problem there. Now, we would try and work hard to resolve those issues, but there could have been something that we could not have resolved. But secondly, the question is, are both of you willing to take the same level of risk to some degree or another? Yeah. Because if if one of the, of the partners want complete stability and the other one wants serious risks, that may put a serious stress on, on that relationship. And you, potentially will come home and you have kids and you're having dinner and you're arguing about the risk and the issue and the possibilities, it may put significant risk on your business. And 
in general, people are talking about that in businesses like that, there is much more than 50% uh, divorce rate. Actually, it, it is more closer to 70 or 75% divorce rate because mm. there are some serious conflict that can arise. And if you don't respect that, then you can get into some serious problem. So I think it comes down to respect, resilience, and risk tolerance. I think really those three concepts, there needs to be compatibility. You don't have to be exactly the same, but there needs to be compatibility there. Otherwise, it's just constant conflict. And that's exhausting. Yeah, um, yeah, really great uh, advice. And, um, you know, it's like the advice you can't, you know, you can go to a book and then you have to find, you have to seek people out who are, living this type of life so you can get the insights yeah. uh you can't get it from tv or media and then it's, it sounds like it's like you have to really know yourself and you have to know your partner and you have to make it work and kind of very be intentional and strategic in how you set things up you know what kind of work you do you know that's why it's great to yeah share. And, and even in, in the book we talk about our what we call the adventure travel and adventure travel is trip to, you know, we in the early days, we would travel to Israel or the Netherlands. And, you know, you email, you phone calls, keep going after you. It doesn't really care. But if you go and try to climb the Kilimanjaro, you try to go to the middle of Africa, there are no communication, there are no emails or things like that. So what, what we basically found out is, one, there when we do the adventure travel, the company has to figure out how to survive without us, which is good for everybody at that level. But it's also, we could plan, decide what kind of risk we are willing to take on our adventure travel, prepare, keep our health going, you know, because we want to do something fun. Also, we are out of communication for a week maybe, or something like that, which is good for everybody involved. Talking about, you know, you wrote a book, uh, tell the audience about it, what it's about, where they can find it, you know, the key ideas, uh, and they can go and search for it. So, you know, they, everybody can find the book on, on Amazon and really the main place. Yeah, yeah. I want to make sure I understand your question. And then there was oh. a little bit of an interruption. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so you got a new book, Partners in Life and Work. You know, what is... Uh, Kind of give a teaser what you know what's it about and um what can okay. the audience expect uh, so we when we um were past the transaction and we sold the company um we didn't think we didn't think we had a story to tell we just had <laughs> lived it and we had lunch with two lawyers that we knew from for the last 10 15 years they had been uh, our corporate uh, counsel and from from cooley and um and it, and they said you know guys Everyone in the local IT government contracting industry talks about you and how how you made this work as a couple, um, starting from nothing, building it to a big success, bringing in an outsider, who, by the way, we are still good friends with, which is also extremely unique. Usually that is... There's some a, friction that nobody wants to talk to anyone after that. Right. We're still good friends. So all that, we managed to make it work. And we said, well, we don't even know. We've never written a book. We didn't. Who wants to read something like that? And then we thought, you know, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, they may at some point want to know who we were and, and how this all came about. So we thought, well, 
this will be a nice project. So they introduced us to someone who got us started, who wrote a proposal, and then someone else. And, and ultimately, um, we got a publisher through an agent. And then it's funny because we knew so little about writing a book that we said, okay, so so now who's going to write a book? And they said, well, you are. <laughs> you are. You better sit and start writing. <laughs> yeah, so we started writing. Um, and that was really interesting because we decided on who was going to write about what. And, and it was, so then uh, the first draft, we gave it to two very good friends and to our son. And we have two adult children. Um, a daughter and a son. We gave it to our son. They came back with really good when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next time